Bookies. This is Tea in a Good Book, a podcast where we read and talk about books. This is our first episode for the book Little Woman by Louisa May Alcott, where we read from the first chapter to the end of chapter nine. Warning, this podcast does contain spoilers. However, this book is 151 years old, so we really aren't responsible for spoiling anything for you. So Morgan, what tea are you drinking this week? Today I am drinking some Thai milk tea, spicing it up today. What are you drinking today, Emma? I am drinking some lovely peppermint tea that is definitely still in my mug. (laughs) (laughs) And are you ready to get talking? Yep, let's do this. All right. So let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah. This was a really difficult read. Yeah, I mean, also, the world kind of ended while we were doing this, which didn't help. Yeah. But... Uh, the, my world definitely ended. Yeah. Yikes. Um, but, like, okay, I read a lot of Shakespeare, like, I love Shakespearean plays. But with Shakespeare, like, there's words, you know, that we definitely don't know and they're weird. Yeah. Which makes it easy, but this one, there's words that we do know. Yeah. But they're completely different from what we actually use them for. <laughs> it's it's a trip. It's not a bad book. I've I've enjoyed it. It's just it takes so long to read and I'm already it still does. a reader. It's we've had to go through and just we had it already planned out the chunks we were going to be reading. They have been remodified. Like I know we didn't tell any of you guys, but um, like, oof, that next chunk I'm not excited for. Like, look at this. Yeah, I'm not ready for the next chunk. It's, yeah. Uh, at least the world is ending and we're all in quarantine, so we'll be able to just... Yeah, I mean, we're not in quarantine that much. We Oh, we should also probably explain that we're... We're essential in, you know, We're workers. essential workers, and we're also sitting in the same room, but... but we work together. We we are constantly like right next to each other for like like eight, eight hours hour shifts, a day. Eight hour shifts like four times a week. So, so we figured um, having both of us in the same room isn't providing a bigger risk than either of us like contaminating our like we contaminate our environment so much. There's a lot happening at Uncle Jim's ice cream shop <laughs> that um, yeah so. Yeah, that's... Yeah. If you're wondering, oh, hey, how are they recording? We... It's... Yeah, we're... Yeah. We're more likely to get contaminated by the hundreds of people we see than... Than each other. Each other. So... Yeah. But, um... Yeah, God. Like, I really... I really want to say that I enjoyed reading this, but I had to go back and reread so many pieces. There was... The one thing that got me... The one thing that really got me was the them the performing theater. Oh my god. I actually had to look up to understand what was happening, where they were, and how many girls were in the room. It's the four sisters are in the room and the two older ones are performing. And the two younger ones are in the audience. Oh. Yeah, I had that to That makes so much more I, sense. I had to like spark notes it to figure out what was happening. Yeah, okay, so if I'm honest, I kind of just like skipped like I started to read it and I just had to keep on rereading like the first like four or five paragraphs of that like scene and at one point I was just like none of this is making sense so I just skipped it (laughs) I was just like I'm not even gonna bother with that I feel like a lot happened like Like, a lot like a book worth of things happened and we're in the first chunk yeah it's a small chunk compared to the rest of them yeah And I'd also like to mention that Emma's book is... So we have two different, like, size books. So my book is a lot smaller. And I think the amount of pages in my book are... uh, 499 for the entire novel. Let me find... Because I have bonus pages at the back, like, interview pages and dictionary pages... The last you have page dictionary my, pages? I have some dictionary pages, which have been really helpful. Oh, man. My last page number is um, 777. So, this it's, was also fun to kind of block out as well. Yeah, having to try to figure out, because before we could be like, oh yeah, we're on this page, but... Now, it's now, like, oh boy. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, this this book it's yeah. It's hard, but like it's classic. It is. I'm glad we chose to read it. Yes. But at the same time it's been yeah. It's been yeah. It it's been a time. It's it's interesting. And that play section just I think with in that play section What's up? There's a little... Ch- sorry, there's a chunk mi- missing out of the little lettering on my... Oh, no, uh, it's a leaf. It's I was a leaf like, in the I design. I think that's a leaf. I just... I've never noticed before, and it looked like a chunk of the... I have, like, gold embossing on my cover, and it looked like it was just a chunk stick out, but it's part of the design. It's fine. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, I saw this, and I was really upset, because the cover of mine is really pretty. Um, But, like, the book itself is so good. But that play part, there's so many different characters and they're both playing the older, two older girls. Yeah. It seems like they're playing like four different characters. Yeah, and then the character, like, I know Joel will be playing two characters that are interacting with each other. And it's so confusing. It was so confusing. I want want to watch, I don't know if it's in the movie because I haven't seen the movie yet, but I want to just watch how this scene works. Yeah. Just so I can figure out how it works. Speaking of the movie, so when this, when we first, or when I first started reading this book, um, and they're introducing all the sisters, I would get them all so mixed up. So I had to write a little note to myself <laughs> about, like, each sister, and of course I looked it up, like, which sister is which in the movie, and knowing their ages in the book, and looking at them in the movie... <laughs> They, none of them, none of them sure, <laughs> look like, that age. Beth and Amy are teeny tiny, and I'm sure, I've seen pictures from the movies, like, and they all, they're all grown women, women actresses. Yes. So, okay, so Joe is 15, Meg is 16, Beth is 13, and then Amy is either 12 or 11. So... And I was just looking at uh, gifts of Amy to put in our uh, story post on Instagram. By the way, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, she does not look 12. She looks like she's 18. <laughs> like, and in fact, I would almost say that Beth in the movie, from what I've looked up, looks younger than Amy. Which is weird. Huh. So, I mean, Beth is a very... I love Beth. She's my favorite. Beth is so she... cute. I love her so much. Me, I know very specifically. There was a moment where, like, my heart just resonated with this character. Finding out she has all of the different like broken dolls. That like, this is something. So I was actually having a conversation with my mom the other day because I have this little action figure. My my brother and I had been given by one of our grandparents. It was like a castle that came with all of these like different people that be in the castle. And one of the little knights, he came in the box missing one of his legs, mm-hmm. and like. We don't have any of these toys toys anymore, but I still have this little knight. And, like, because, like, I was like, I need to take care of him because he's broken and, like, no one else is going to love him. <laughs> so I, feel I need like, to love him. I almost feel like that might be, like, a child, like, a childhood thing. Because, I mean, even I, like, when I saw, like, a broken toy, I just wanted to, like, keep it and give it a home and love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, the part that really resonated with me for her was when, um... Is it Mr. Lawrence? I don't actually remember his name. Hi, I've been reading this book. Um, but when she would sneak into... Um, well, not really sneak, but essentially sneak into their neighbor's house and play the piano. And, like, they all said, like, oh, we won't be able to hear you where we're at. We won't be able to hear you where we're at. But they can all hear her play. And they he, like... I'll never forget the part when he, like, sneakily, like, comment, like, compliments her in a total roundabout way where, like, if she didn't know that I was about herself, she probably wouldn't have noticed. And I was just like, this is precious! She, that was also a big mood because, yeah, I, I was like... I already related to her so much, but then, like, I also play piano. I'm also very embarrassed about him. I don't like playing in front of people. Yeah. And, like, the only way to hear me is basically to sneak up on me. <laughs> um, I like... Okay, wait. So I have this... Okay, so apparently I made a note on my book saying, uh, like grass in the spring, nice smile. I don't know what that's about. 
<laughs> um, what? Um. Also, huh. he, so, can we talk about also Beth making uh, Mr. Lawrence um, some slippers? That and then so he cute. gives her a piano. <laughs> like <laughs> that. She's the grandpa that we all want but never got. Such a dude. That was so cute. I just uh, their entire like relationship and how they interacted was honestly so precious. I know. Also, just like I love how because I'm looking at my notes, like when she dropped off the slippers and like she hadn't heard from him right away, she had such like so much anxiety about like offending him, which is also such a big mood. Yeah. Like Beth is just the biggest mood, and I love her so much. And, She's like, a baby. I will love her. Um. <laughs> okay, also, can we talk about Lori? Um, I only bring, bring this up because I just found this note. Um, and it, so, okay. So this note says, will Joe learn to not be so clumsy at the end of the book? I, I doubt it. Doubt it. And then, um, it also, this is on my, in my book, page 39. Lori, do I trust him? And, um, yes, right now I do. <laughs> See, I love Lori. I, I like him a lot. He's I, a I, sweetie. I was like, I assume, like, I think he's sweet. I also, so he's on my page here about, um, how he would just kick, he would, he would stand right near the drawing room to, like, make sure no one went in the drawing room while Beth was in there and yeah. would leave out, like, pieces for her to practice. That was, like, <laughs> like, honestly, his relationship with all of them. All of them. Is just is, so precious. He's precious. The only time that, like... I was a little, kind of like, okay, what are you doing, Lori? It was when Meg is at, like, towards the end of the section we read, she's at, like, the fancy person's house. I'm forgetting their names and I don't want to look at Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of like, why are you like this? I mean, to be fair, they had dressed her up in a way that it was, like, a mockery of herself. Yeah. But, like, because at first I was like, I was just like, um, she can dress up however she wants. Leave her alone. You're not in charge of her. But I'm like... He's probably more trying to protect her, like, why did you let them do this to you? Like, no. You're pretty as you are, you don't need to let them make a fool out of you. That's really funny, because I almost read it as a way where they were trying to help her not make a fool of herself, since everybody who was around her at that party, like, they're all, like, super fancy dressed and look all super, like, pretty, but then if she's in a definitely torn gown that has a stain on it or anything like that it could end in some poor comments towards her family yeah um i think either way she definitely got like there was a lot of poor comments yeah to her family i felt like they were trying to help her but it was also a lot of they were embarrassed of how she showed up more than yeah they wanted to help her not to be embarrassed like oh we don't probably <laughs> considering don't... families back in the yeah. 1800s silver war <laughs> era yeah but, yeah, that was an interesting, um, whole interesting thing. But I did really like seeing him and, like, how he protected her throughout that entire thing. Yeah. And how he promised not to tell her family about the fact that they dressed her up. That yeah. was really sweet. That made me really, really happy. So, I also, <laughs> I love that she confessed to her mom and she was just, like, crying. Yeah. Like, confess to her mom and Joe. <laughs> that was really cute. Yeah. It was, I'll admit something, at the beginning of the book, I didn't really like Meg. I'm like, as the book goes on, she's grown on me, but like, in the beginning, I thought she was just really bossy. I'm like, she needs to calm down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think also at the beginning of the book, and she's, as she is the oldest sister, or eldest sister, excuse me, um, she definitely has to be a little bit more, like, on top of everybody, and definitely, like, has to, I don't want to say crack the whip, but probably has to crack the whip a few times when it comes to her sisters, especially if her mother is away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I can't say I particularly, like, felt anything towards her at the beginning of the book, because we didn't really see a whole lot of her. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the book, it was definitely Joe-oriented. <laughs> yeah. It was very Joe-oriented. I can also... I think I have a note in here somewhere. Before we started reading this book, I saw a lot of, like, 
people like fan theories like like Joe is gay, Joe is trans, or I'm like I don't see the trans one as much, but no. I do see or people like certain especially like her I, I have a note in here somewhere about it. I don't know where. This is a big section and it's one post-it note in this how how big was this? How many pages is this? 150, right? Um somewhere near it. Yeah, 152 or like I'll I'll find it eventually maybe, but it was about it was she said something where I was just kind of like okay I can kind of see I think she's probably talking to Lori probably I'm guess I think it was when she we she first meets Lori and is right away like oh you're an attractive man you should meet my sister yeah <laughs> okay yeah I totally see Which that I'm like, it's like huh and also her describing herself as like. I should have been one of the boys, like... Yeah, I... Even I in my note to myself about, um, who she is, like, the first thing that I wrote is tomboyish, and I think that's how they, like, literally describe her in the first part, um, when we first meet her, is that she's very, like, tomboyish. Yeah. So, I totally, like, like her because of that. Yeah. And I to- like, now that you mentioned her, like, the theory of her being gay, I am all for it. <laughs> ten out of ten. Sign me up. <laughs> Speaking of Joe, the whole scene where she and Lori are ice skating and then, like, Amy falls through the ice. Oh, my God. Like, also, Mrs. March, the thing that got me the most about that scene was Mrs. March being like, oh, I have the exact same temper as you. Like, that, I was so that thrown off. was so throwing. Because, like, she is the sweetest character I love her. I, I love her. want her to be my mom. Like, I I also want to be her though. Yeah, like, that too. Where I'm like, Ugh, how do you how? Also, her act, the uh, actress that plays her. Um, now her name slipped my mind, but she's in Jurassic Park. Love her, and she's also in Star Wars. I want to be that actress. <laughs> Can I also be in Jurassic Park? And in Star Wars, thank you very much. What is the, sorry, I'm finding notes as I'm looking for other notes, and it just says, uh, why is Meg such a brat? Just let Joe live her life. And then the second little bullet point says, also, I love Scrabble. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out what this means. I, um, honestly, at some point, I just stopped, like, writing notes. I stopped writing notes when Beth, uh, started going over to Mr. Lawrence's house. Um, I feel like I started at a certain point doing fewer. Okay, this is the first part. Is Joe is or Meg is taking Joe to the dance where they meet Laurie, uh, and Joe's like, "Well, I just won't wear gloves," and she's like, "Like, no, you can't leave the house without gloves. What's wrong with you?" And I'm just like, "Stop being a brat and let her live." Okay, yeah, Meg also was she, a little bratty. Yeah, especially I feel like she gets better as the book goes on. Yeah, but in the beginning, she's a bit bratty and very she's very vain. Yes. Very vain. Also, the next post-it on the next page says, As much as I love Joe, I would absolutely not trust you to comb my hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why Meg, Meg, Meg did this to herself. Yeah. Like, I will also <laughs> note, though, with Me- uh, Meg, her being, like, vain and caring so much about her appearance, one, excuse me, 100% probably has to do with the fact that she's 16, which is about the time of becoming a, like, full-grown, like, adult during this time. Hi, I just watched Anne with an E, and that <laughs> ruined my life. But, um, like, it definitely puts a little bit more, like, light onto how this, what, like, the time period that this was in. Granted, Anne with an E is, like, 30 years later, but, like, she's right at the time where she's becoming a full-on adult, She's going to start wearing, like, long skirts. Hi, I'm also a historical costume person. <laughs> but, um, so she's going to start wearing a corset and all that. So she, start, she has to start worrying a bit more about, like, her appearance and seeing, like, trying to find a suitor and somebody to, like, marry. But it is almost a little weird how vain she is right off the bat. Yeah. Because she's still so young. I feel like she probably is... I know they say, like, she and Amy get along well. It's probably because she is very similar to Amy, because Amy is also similar to that. She's not as... She's more vain in a social sense than in, like, a look sense, I feel like. Like, the whole whole Limes thing. 
<laughs> where she buys friends for all her limes, her, her limes for all her friends, because they all bought her limes, and they just have to throw them away. I was wondering when this was going to be brought <laughs> up. So, um, the if you've read the book with us, or if you've read it before, you'll know that they talk about these candied limes, and, um, right when I was reading this, I'm like, what the heck is a candied lime? What does this taste like? Like, stop laughing. <laughs> and so I decided to look them up, and I found a lot of recipes on Pinterest to make them, so I decided to make some limes. I made them a while ago, like, when we first started reading this. They've just been kind of, like, fermenting at this point. Yeah. Uh, so we, we're gonna try them for the first time. I hope they taste <laughs> like- I know. I have, I have three jars. <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to be, like, really sour. Yeah, well, it so... said, what, the only description I could find online was, imagine what, like, an 1800s, well, you imagine an 1800s sour candy to taste like, that is what these taste like. And, like, and I don't know what that means. I don't know what that I means. I feel like I'll find out shortly. I know you smelled them, I haven't smelled them yet. They, I don't even remember what they smelled like, but it wasn't awful, but it also wasn't, like, Should we, my favorite. Like, also, so when I made these, I put, it was, like, I put, I put a little bit of salt, and then I put lime, then, like, a layer of salt, and then lime. It is all, all the salt is at the bottom, and the limes are kind of floating. It looks like a weird pickle jar thing. Okay, so smelling it again, it's just, like, it's lime. That's, like, all it smells like. Let me see. It's just, this it seems... smells like fermented lime. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. That's exactly what it smells Ooh. like. This smells like, um, those lime popsicles that you can get. Uh, I never had those, oh, those I never cared for lime. Oh, I like, I used to like those. Okay. Should we... Let's do it. Okay. Dig in. Yes. Oh, you brought forks. I brought I was, forks. I was just gonna stick my hand in the jar. We're in quarantine, we probably shouldn't be doing that, but you know? Exactly. Oh, you God. Know. Can I get it? So, okay, I think in the book, she says that they, like, suck on it. Yeah. So, I don't think you're supposed to eat it whole. I think you're supposed to okay. suck on it. And hold on, let me finish my tea really quick so I can just throw it in the mug. Yeah. Drink up. Oh, God. There we go. <laughs> I'd like everyone to know that I'm also, like, very scared of trying this. Yeah. This I've been telling been... Emma, like, every day, like, this comes into conversation. I'm just like, oh, God, I'm, I'm also so scared. regretting this decision that I made. If you want to see how I made them, um, it's on my personal Instagram, the story of me making these. Let's... All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> That's a lot of salt. <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was a poor decision. Out of my mouth just tastes like salt water. Like, there was no lime in that. Uh, that was no. Like, that was just salt. That was definitely just salt. Like, I'm gonna go rinse my mouth out really quick. Yeah. Hold on, should we just pause this and then yeah. reconvene? Yeah. We'll be right back. And, and we're back. We are back. We, um, off the podcast, I mentioned that this tasted like ocean water, but not in a good way. It definitely not in like, no. Ocean water when you've already had like five gulps of it. Mm-hmm. Like, on an accident, and then yeah. you just get, like, that last one where you're just yeah. like, alright, I'm done. <laughs> also, as I'm holding this jar in my hands, I'm reminded of a Lilo and Stitch quote, where Lilo has a, a pickle jar full of spoons, and she looks to the social case worker and says, my friends have been bad, they need to be punished. <laughs> I know exactly what scene you're talking about. This is, I love, this is, yeah, that is the yeah. only good use for this, is for props, and making other people suffer. I'm yeah. sorry I made you suffer with me. This salt looks solid at the bottom. I kind of want to poke it. It does, but it's not. It's weird. Go Is ahead it and poke here? it. I'm I don't really care. It. Sorry, I'm just going to stick a fork in here and just... Ooh, that's an interesting texture. This is like if you put a ridiculous... Like, too, too much um, sugar in your tea. Like, way too much. Like, it's semi-solid. It's but, like, weird. not really... Or, like, when, you do, when you're when you trying to, like, when you're at the beach and you have, like, a bucket of sand and you put, like, a bunch of water in it, it's kind of like this. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's weird. But, like, not enough, but, like, it depends on what yeah. you're trying to do. It's either not quite enough or just a little too much. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, I'm just stirring it now and making everything worse. I'd also like to put it out there that I definitely have a stomach ache now. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
that was a lot. Yeah. So where do we go from here? <laughs> um. Well. <laughs> oh goodness! Don't don't break anything. I'm sorry. Um. Well, what else happens in this book that um, we've read so far? That's a good question. We should be able to answer that because we <laughs> we read this, <laughs> but apparently we just don't. Re- Okay, to be fair, like, we started reading this, like, what, at the end of January? Yeah. And then, now it's April. Um, hi, we have lives. Um. Okay, well, here's my question for you. Out of the four sisters, which one do you relate to the most? One, I think I already said this, but 100% Beth. Beth. It is, Beth oh, is, yeah. 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 I, yeah, Beth is just, she's such a big mood, and this is, yeah. But yeah, so who do you relate to most? So I wrote Amy, um, just because, like, I, um, I'm, like, out of, like, reading and cosplay and stuff, I used to always be, like, an artist kind of person. So I put Amy because art and, like, I feel her need for wanting new pens and new pencils. Like, <laughs> girl, I get it. Um, but I also kind of put myself for Joe because, like, I have always seen myself as tomboyish. Um, probably gay. Definitely <laughs> is gay. We know this already. Um, and it's, she's a bookworm and, like, kind of felt that and works for an older lady. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can see you definitely. I feel like I'd pin you more a little bit more towards Joe than Amy. Amy but yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Thank you. Wh- where would you who would you Definitely <laughs> Beth. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so like one of my favorite things about Beth aside from the fact that she's absolutely adorable and everything, I love the fact that she like hated school so much that like, she just stayed home. This is I legitimately tried several times to like get my parents to let me, like, homeschool myself, because I hated school so much. I hated- I love learning. I am a Ravenclaw. I love learning. I hated the toxic environment of high school. Yeah. And, like, middle school. Um, elementary school was alright, where, like, I got bullied a lot, but, like, it was still- I could focus enough that, um- I could, like, get stuff done. After yeah. I left elementary school, things went downhill real fast. Yeah. But I I would have loved to just... Or, like, I wanted to go to, like, one of the... There's specifically a school near where we live that, like, it has a... You'll probably figure out. It has, like... It's on a college campus, and it has a very small body of students. And I really wanted... I very much wanted to go there just because I figured um, it was hard to get into, um... It would let me... It would be a smaller group of people, so, like, I wouldn't feel as much of an outcast in a school of, like, in a graduating class of 600 people, um, instead of a graduating class of, like, 10? 600. Ooh. Mine was a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Valencia High School had a very big graduating class. Uh, only about 70% of them actually graduated, though. That's, yeah. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Um, another thing that I actually just found in my notes, um, that has to do with Beth is the fact that before she gets her piano from Mr. Lori, she, um, and this is at the, like, very beginning of the book when they're, like, talking about what they would do with their money, um, and she mentions getting, like, new instruments, and it's very specifically reminded me of when I was in marching band. Our front ensemble had really really old equipment like I'm talking like 10 plus years and when it comes to like musical instruments like that for a high school that could be kind of poor and it um a lot of since our front ensemble was our biggest section outside of the color guard um they had to share a lot of their equipment which was not ideal as you can imagine so um like, just seeing her, like, want that, but not be able to, like, get it just kind of hit home for oh, me. I, 100%. That also, like, my first piano, the, the keyboard I learned on, it was this little tiny keyboard that the little battery compartment didn't have a cover, so the batteries were held in by duct tape. And if I moved it too fast, I'd have to, like, turn it back over and, like, shove the batteries back in. Oh, my God. Like, this is... 
I've been playing piano for, like, over a decade. This I had that for, like, a good chunk of the time. Oh, my that God. That I played piano. It's... That was such a big mood. Yeah. I, no, that just... It, I felt that. And also, just her response, like, everyone, like... It was just a very sweet way of just... And, like... I'm, I'm forgetting how, but I just remember thinking she was adorable right away. Just the way she announced what she wanted. Yeah. Like, it was just very quiet and... I will also say, another note that I had in here... Um, and this is just, like, a weird thing that I've noticed, but this book starts in Christmas time, during, like, winter, and I noted, like, most of the books that I've read, they start in, like, summer or fall, but not right at Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> like, unless it's gonna be, like, a Christmas-themed book. Yeah, but otherwise, it's almost pretty much consecutively, like, in the heat of the summer is, like, the first sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, oh, huh, that's interesting. Huh. I and, didn't notice that. I don't know why I noticed that, <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is winter. This is in winter. <laughs> They're about to celebrate Christmas. Also, going back to Christmas, the whole them, like, they don't, they're not gonna, like, be, the whole idea of them was, like, to not do Christmas gifts that year because they're trying to save money because their dad is, in like, fighting. and We're not really fighting. He's the... I looked up what he did because I used a word that I was like, what is what does he do? He did something. But he's in the... He's, he's in the... Uh, in the Civil he's War. In the Civil War. And he... Um, so they're like, yeah, we're not going to do Christmas presents. And so they we're going to have, like a big Christmas breakfast, but they end up donating it to a family who needed it, and I was like, right away, I was like, okay, I love them. That was really sweet. That was so sweet. That was such a, and, like, the fact that they all just really, they weren't gonna do presents, but they all wanted to get something for their mom. Yeah. That was really cute. Also, Amy at the last minute running out to get the big bottle of her perfume, because she originally got the small one, so she'd have some money to get a gift for herself, and then she was like, never mind, I decided to get the big one. Also, can we talk about the way that they spell mommy? Yeah. Marmy? Marmy. Marmy? And just like, that threw me off for a while. It did, t- for me too. It I was, was just like, who's Marmy? I was like, this is so weird. I wasn't, I'm not sure if it's supposed to replicate, like, an accent of some kind, or... I don't know, because... All, like, I think, because it's in, uh, New England, so they're probably, they could be in, like, Pennsylvania or something, mm-hmm. but I don't think they say mommy like marmy. Yeah, I So, know. I have a feeling that might just be, like, the way they might have spelled it back in the 19th century, <laughs> but, I mean, even then, I was just like, this does not click. Yeah. So. It was interesting. It it was interesting, and I feel like they kept on, um, like, Mrs. March had quite a few different names that she went by. Yeah. So, it kind of took me a second to, like, put it together that it's the same person. <laughs> Do we even know what her first name is? I feel like I wrote it down somewhere. It's, I feel like it starts with an A. Is it Amy? No, that's not no. her name. That's like, not, it's not Amy. It's not Amy. <laughs> it's not... What is her name? I don't even I definitely know. definitely know it's in here somewhere. Oh, also Aunt March. I loved her. <laughs> I am honestly so excited to, like, see more of Aunt March. That also might be because the actress who plays her, uh, Meryl Streep, I love. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl Streep, please be my grandmother. Um, please adopt me. I will do anything. Um, but I am kind of just, like, I'm curious to meet more of these characters that we just kind of saw, like, quick little tidbits of, like Aunt March. And I don't know if we see their dad at any point in the book, but I am kind of curious to see how, um, he compares to what they say of him. Because they're, like, He's the greatest man ever. They all really love him, but we don't actually know how he interacts with any of them. I would... can I, I trust most, like, especially Mrs. Marsh, so I feel like... Yeah. The fact that she says these kind of things about him, to me, means he's definitely, like... He is like that. Yeah. 
Because I feel like she's very honest. She's very kind, but she's very honest. Yes. So I'm just kind of, like, curious about how that's gonna, like, play out. And if he does ever come home. Which, I mean, I hope for their sake, I hope they t- that he does. Um, so, yeah. Interesting book. What'd you find? I'm trying to see. I feel like when we first meet her, they mention it at least once. And I can't find it. I'm finding all sorts of quotes, though, that I wrote down, like, our burdens are here, our road is before us, and the longing for goodness and happiness is the guide that leads us through many troubles and mistakes, which is a true celestial city. Well, sounds better than, uh, light grass in spring. Nice. Oh, oh, light grass in spring, nice simile. That's what I said. (laughs) apparently i don't know how to spell simile what did you write because it was like like grass in spring like i was comparing it to something and i wrote nice simile but it looked like i wrote nice smile oh (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'm i'm not funny i know i definitely wrote down a lot of her quotes um i also wrote down a lot of beth uh, beth quotes just because they're big moods I don't think that was the only one that I wrote down, because um, otherwise I didn't really write down any other quotes. I keep on opening to my, like, high school marching band quote for a uh, note. Oh, what's that one? Um, okay, yeah, that was my thing about Amy. Oh, I found a fun note. This is going way back to Lori. It's, um, this this podcast is all over the place, but, like, this is a lot. Yeah, this, this is, is a lot. lot. A lot happens But in back this book. to when we first go to Lori's house, and his room is all messy, and his excuse is that the maids are lazy. I'm like, you can't clean your own room, boy. <laughs> like, I mean, I also can't clean my own room. Emma like, knows I can't clean my room. <laughs> I'm like, I also can't clean my room, but, like, you can't clean your own What kind of excuses? Oh, the maids are lazy. Like, Hello? That is the worst excuse I've ever heard. Like, I get, if if he'd said, oh yeah, it's because I'm sick and I haven't been feeling well, so it's been like, I haven't been cleaning, I, that's totally valid. The yeah. maids are lazy. The maids are lazy. Is, uh, oh, I love Lori, but ugh. Yeah, he's, he's an interesting uh, character, but I am excited to see more of him. Yeah. And see how his relationship with the sisters grow, because I think that he's such an important role for the sisters, especially Joe. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see more of their friendship blossom. I feel like he's a good, he's good because he's a good friend for Meg and Joe, but he's also a good like male figure to be in the lives of Amy and Beth while their dad is away. Yeah. Not that he's like super fatherly. It's just he's kind of like a big brother. Yeah, they need someone. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, Mr. Lawrence like let them out and like is or let him out and is letting them all just kind of like hang out like that yeah i don't know that's just really sweet to me it is also the comment when meg was at the party of like her mom like planning to marry meg and Lori, i was like um i'm not sure about that one yeah i was like yeah no i'm okay i mean I don't think she's planning at all. No. But I I could see, depending on how their character development goes, maybe they'd make a cute couple. Honestly. But also, I like the role of him being more of, like, the brother of the sisters. I kind of... If, if I see him with any of the girls, I see him most with Joe, just because they get along well. You see, I see their that relationship as purely platonic. Yeah. See, I feel like it's, like, this might be from personal, like, things with my friends where I'm like, yeah, if we're still single at 35, we're gonna get married regardless, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but I think with, like, the two of them, I see the two of them getting married just because they don't want to try to find anybody else. Or if, like, Joe does end up gay, I mean, which I don't think, this is a book written in the 19th century. It probably won't say it anything. It also made it to be a, being a classic book, so... Yeah, so <laughs> chances of that saying anything definitely not happening. But um, I do think that if they were to end up together, I would like that. But also we saw in the Little Woman like trailer, Meg gets married. 
We don't know who she gets married to, though. Yeah. So, um, at least we know that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and speaking of spoilers, though... So we both know something that happens at the end of the book. I happen to know a little bit more. Yes. And so we've decided to do, at the end of each of the episodes, until we run into this event, um, um, Morgan. So I know exactly what happens. Morgan doesn't quite. I don't. So she is going to guess. She gets, I believe we decided one guess per episode. One guess. And I'm not allowed to say anything. It's just you saying. Yeah what you think will happen. So, So also, if you, up to this point, haven't heeded our spoilers warning and, like, you're like, oh, but it'll be fine, this is the time to go away. Yeah. (laughs) This is, like, I knew the spoiler before I started, like, I said, hey, we should read Little Women. It is a doozy. I knew the spoiler right as we decided to read Little Women because some of our other friends had already seen the movie and we were in the car and they mentioned it and I was like are you kidding me (laughs) um so can I say it yeah so one of the sisters dies (laughs) I don't know which sister it is so throughout this like entire section of reading I've been like okay which one do I think is gonna die and so, right off the bat, I'm going to cross Megan out. I don't... Th- or, Megan? Margaret is her, like, full name. Yeah. But uh, I don't think Meg is going to die. Like, at all. I feel like she's going to be the one to survive. And so, when I first started the book, I thought it was going to be Joe, Because I was just like, she's in the trailer so much for this movie. <laughs> she's got to be the one. Um, and then, as I kind of got further into the book, I, I kind of stepped away from it being Joe. Although I still kind of have that feeling. But right now I'm kind of torn between Amy and Beth. I only say Amy because we had that scare where she almost died. So it almost seems like a foreshadow. I'm also trying not to look at Eva because I'm like, if I say it. I'm also trying to cover my face right now just to not give it away. (laughs) I know, I'm like, I'm trying not to look at Eva because I feel like she might give it away. Um, So I was like, that might be kind of like a foreshadow and then on page on my page 45 um there was something that I wrote a note for saying that it was um like maybe hinting at her death so I think what the quote was or it's just like a little paragraph so I'll just read the whole thing uh there are many Beths in the world shy and quiet sitting in corners till needed and living for others so cheerfully that no one sees sacrifices till the little cricket on the hearth starts chirping and the sweet sunshiny presence vanishes leaving silence and shadow behind so I think that's why I think that it's gonna be Beth but I don't want it to be Beth because she's precious but yeah so I'm gonna say that it's Beth since we, I feel like she's the one that we've seen almost, like, the least of. Because we always have so many interactions of Meg, Joe, and Amy. And Beth isn't necessarily always involved. And she's kind of, like, on her own separate thing. So, um, my bet is that it's going to be Beth. As of right now. Okay. Yeah, I was like, right before you said that, I was looking at my notes and I'm like, why, why did I... So I write in shorthand. And I was like, why did I write this in shorthand? That I'm, like, just slowly reading it. I almost read out loud. I'm like, oh. Oh, it's because it was in an entirely different part of the book. I won't say where. But I did find actual foreshadowing. Really? For, yeah. And so I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that section. Oh, no. It was somewhere else. I won't say where. I love that I, like... I find this one... Like, these two totally, like, random things that I'm like... That's foreshadowing in you. Oh, so here's this actual foreshadowing. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm like, yeah. I hope, like, I hope we don't get to that, to uh, whoever the sister's death is in the next part. That way I can can continue to try to guess. Yeah. But. I don't don't know when it comes up. Yeah, neither of us know when. Yeah, I might. I have to, off podcast, I might have to ask you a few questions so that you don't actually stumble upon this spoiler. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Sounds fair. Because, <laughs> yeah, I found this. It was very mainstream media where I found this. Oh, really? It was, I should, I, it's, it's in a Friends episode that they spoil <laughs> I mean, okay, I've never watched Friends, okay, so good. I, I, I should so be I'm fine. like, they, yeah, it's one of the characters, two of the characters are reading each other's favorite books, and they, the one accidentally spoils something for the other, so the other just goes and blurts this out in the middle of the episode. Oh my god. And, yeah, that's how I know. That's fair. So, don't watch Friends. I <laughs> wasn't planning on it, no offense to the Friends, uh... Cast. Like, cast or, like, fans. fans. Yeah, so... Okay. And then, a... I have one more question for you. Okay. So, put this into your mind's eye. That the four sisters are living in today's world, okay? And they are also currently in quarantine. Okay. What kind of person in quarantine are they gonna be? Ooh. Who's gonna be the one that's gonna be, like, gung-ho about, like, exercising every day and wanting, like, to be extra healthy. I feel like Joe's gonna be big on the exercise, not because she wants to be extra healthy, but she's, it's the only way to get out of her house to get away from her sisters. Yeah. Okay, I feel like yeah. Meg is gonna be, like, the Instagram baking bread and doing all of these really cute things. 100%. And, like, annoying the heck out of everyone else. Beth is probably, she's probably having a rough time, but she's just not telling anyone. Yeah. And she's, like, she's just, like, doing whatever. She's just trying to, like, make do with the situation. Um, I feel like Amy's probably the biggest brat about the situation and be like, why can't I go outside and see my friends? Like, I'm not sick. (laughs) She's the one that's protesting. Yeah. (laughs) Or she would be, but her mom's like, no, you can't go protest. And she's like, well, I believe I deserve to see my friends. (laughs) She's the one that has the sign... And I'm getting this because I saw this on Twitter and I almost screamed. Um, that had said social distancing equals communism. <laughs> She's the one with that sign. <laughs> Standing outside of an open Baskin Robbins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a Baskin Robbins cup. <laughs> yeah, well this is that's who she wants to be. She's actually just being very loud at home because her mom won't let her out of the house. Yes. She's probably also like so Joe and like maybe Meg are probably going like grocery shopping for the family yeah. and like maybe they'll bring Beth out of the house. They are not bringing Amy out of the no. house and she's probably fuming. But like with good reason. Like don't no. Okay, so who would start a YouTube channel? Ooh. I could see okay. I could see both um Meg and Joe starting YouTube channels, but they'd be very different. Meg would be a very, like, lifestyle, very aesthetically pleasing, very Instagram-esque YouTube channel, where, like, everything is, like, beautiful and nothing is wrong. Joe's would be, it would probably be some kind of, I don't know, she'd either play, like, I could see her, like, doing, like, video game kind of, like, content, or she'd do, like, weird content. Like, weird, like, okay, guys, I'm gonna try this really weird thing that I saw, and, like... She would. I also see... I very specifically see Amy making one, but her whole thing is just her ranting. Like, yeah, every, <laughs> every I video see is that. her ranting very specifically about <laughs> the pandemic yeah. and about being quarantined. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so which one do you think would make the homemade masks. I could see Beth doing that. Like, yeah. Meg would probably at some point see her, like, struggling and take it over and, like, do well, but I think Beth would start it. I feel like Beth would be the one to be making them and give them out to f- for free, but Meg would be the one making them and selling them. Yes. <laughs> Meg would be like, I have these designer masks, and Beth would be like, well, I made these, and they're they're, they're alright. They're not great, but, like, and she's they'll, just donating they'll them. help you. And, like, she would, like, pick out people specifically that were, like, at risk for some reason and make them a mask. Yes. And it would be made specifically to, within her resources, like, how she thinks they would want the mask to look. Yeah. Whereas Megs would all fit a very specific aesthetic. They would all be very expensive. Like, <laughs> like it would be like, you know how on Etsy you can find, like, the, like, 
like somewhere around ten dollar masks, and then the ones that are around thirty five forty dollars. Yeah, hers would be the thirty five forty dollar ones. One hundred. Like, and we're just like, well, they're handmade, good quality with good quality fabric. I'm like, all of these are handmade with, <laughs> with the <laughs> same are, fabric. Exactly. Yeah, like, I agree on that. Yeah, I definitely agree. <laughs> I'm glad that I asked. Like, not to say that I'm ungrateful for people who sell things like that on Etsy. Like, you do you. I get it. Like, especially if you're, like, parenting, it's really hard. I get you want to, you're charging for, like, labor costs. That's fine. It's, people have their reasons for doing things. Megs would not be justifiable. No. I mean, like, right now, like, if you're selling masks, like, totally understandable. Yeah, I get it. Like, we're... Some people are unemployed. We're very lucky that we are not. Yes. I see it as lucky, but some days I feel like it's unlucky. (laughs) Some days. Um, okay. (laughs) Now that brings up my next question. (laughs) Who do you think would walk out of the house without a mask on? Or, like, any of the PPE and still be rude? Ooh, and be rude... (laughs) I don't know, I was going to say, right away when you said walk out without it, it would be Joe, because, like, I feel like she would just storm out of the house, she'd be like, I'm done, I'm leaving, but I don't, I don't think she would be rude unless she was super angry, but even then, I don't think she would be rude. I feel like if anyone was going to be rude, it would be Amy. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like she would also walk out of the house purposely without any PPE. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Joe would also, she would do it accidentally a lot. Yeah. Like, she'd be going out to exercise and be like, why are and, like, they'd be like, oh, she forgot her mask. Yeah. Whereas Amy would be like, I don't need a mask. I'm not sick. Yeah. Or it's like, you are 12, calm yourself. <laughs> you are 12, please. Go There's, home. <laughs> Go uh, to bed. <laughs> or she'd be like, she would be like, I, there was a customer at Uncle Jim's Ice Cream Shop earlier this week who was wearing a mask over her chin. <laughs> so that it wouldn't smudge her lipstick. Yeah, that would totally be Amy. I'm like, that would be, that would be Amy. Be like, well, I put on lipstick, so it has to, or it's like, no, you don't, why are you wearing lipstick? Why? <laughs> like, you do you, but don't, why? don't do that. Yeah, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you 100% on these answers. I want that on a t-shirt. You do you, but don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, can I make it? I'll yes. make that. If we, if we ever make merch. Oh my gosh. Yes. There you go. If you guys want merch, let us know. Tweet at us, uh, good plus, we, or T plus good book. Yeah. On Twitter. It'll be, it's, it'll be in our uh, bio of our podcast. And, and our website that yeah. we haven't mentioned so far, ever yeah. before. We have a website. Yep. <laughs> it well, exists. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 I think that's it. Is that yeah. it that we have on Little Woman Part I, 1? I think so. Alright. I can't think of anything. If We'll add things into the next episode if there's something that glaring that we missed. Yeah. But yeah. All right. And that's all for today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed Little Women so far. For our next episode, we will be reading from chapter 10 to chapter 23, or to the end of part one. We would really love it if you would read along with us and let us know your thoughts on what we've been reading. Um, did we forget to mention something? Accidentally predict the apocalypse? Let us know! And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at T underscore plus underscore good books, on Twitter at T plus good book, and check out our new website! We will be having all of those links on Instagram and as well as on our bio on Anchor. And that's the tea. <laughs>